90 of the Evil Chief Podcast. My name is Colin, and this here, as always, is Stu. Hello, no satellites this week. Did you eat any pancakes? I did, actually. I had pancakes this morning. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Fresh made pancakes as well. I was spoiled rotten. That's they had blueberries and everything in them. I don't know if that's against religion to have blueberries on your pancakes on Pancakes Tuesday, but I don't give two fucks because it was lovely. What? I don't know. I thought... <laughs> I thought maybe putting blueberries in your pancakes would offend Christians or something. I don't know. I hope not. Well, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot the pancake thing was a religious is it occasion. Yeah. Like what is it? And where in the Bible does it talk about pancakes? Listen, she, there's a lot of stuff that is and isn't in the Bible that Christians do, and I can't explain it. True. Very, very good point. <laughs> it's in there somewhere near the back. <laughs> under revelations when the horsemen show up and there shall be pancakes <laughs> but no blueberries <coughs> wait just as I took a drink you said that so I assume, assume you had American style pancakes uh, hang on what do you mean what's, well, uh, what's an American style pancake it's like a proper fluffy pancake and oh not, yeah yeah and not one of those fucking wafer thin is things that not called a crepe See, a crepe's something different again. That's French. What? what? We're back to bacon again. This is going to be our new topic now, this podcast. <laughs> well, that's not bacon. You make them in a pan. So a true, there's no bacon true. go. Would you consider making pancakes part of bacon? No, it's not no, exactly. It's not, oh, okay. what it's, not, it's not what you're doing at all. Yeah, no. but it's that type of food, though, is it? Not? Would you not consider that style um, of food? Made of flour? Yeah. Technically, if you're if you're using flour to make something, to me it instantly goes, ah, you're baking. Yeah. My rules are you have to bake it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Very strict baking rules in your house. <laughs> but I get what you're saying because, you know, you probably wouldn't consider baked salmon to be baked. <laughs> you wouldn't go into a bakery and ask for baked salmon. <laughs> salmon? Go into a local bakery and ask for I am going to do that now. I will never be allowed back in the village to drum a hole, but it'll be worth doing it. We just tell you. Yeah. Just what the fuck. Get out. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We play think, video games over here. Yep. Yeah, I, I think we have to start with you this week because uh, you're, you're straight off the bat. This game was just out today, so I think this needs to be talked about. I guess so. Um, yeah, so Atomic Heart came out today. Uh, which when did that get first? I, even I remember seeing it like a year ago. I had no idea what it was, but I remember seeing the trailer with like the crazy robots and thinking, "Fuck, that actually looks like graphically." I remember going, "Fuck, that looks impressive." What the hell's that? So it's um, it was. I think it was one of the ones Xbox thing. Like, yeah, maybe you're right. So this will be which it is. Um, and yeah, so this is a game similar to a Bioshock or a Dishonored or a Prey. You know, that kind of game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you know, first person immersive RPG type sh- shooty RPG thing. Um so yeah, this this is really one of them. Like even the way it starts just smacks of um Bioshock Infinite. Oh right, okay. A lot of stuff smacks of Bioshock Infinite. Um right. Yeah, so it um takes place in an alternate nineteen fifty five where the Soviet Union is amazing. And they've created a utopian society, and their technology's way better, and everything else. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna say anything until we actually we'll discuss well, the game well, itself. We'll then get, we'll get yeah, into that. Yeah. Of what I played, but I only played a little bit. 
Right, so like you go through all this stuff, um, like uh, you're walking around seeing all the the stuff the robots are doing this thing. So, um, as I said, it, it's there's a lot of Bioshock Infinite there. You're it's cities floating in the clouds, flying cities. Fuck yeah. okay. It's, could maybe call that straight up plagiarism, but whatever. Um, so you're walking through one of these cities while looking at stuff going on while you're making your way to this lab. You work for the guy that runs the place, apparently. And they're all like saying, oh, look at this. This great technology. We've got all these robots um, doing stuff. Um, we, we're rolling out our new neural network, which will make everyone be able to use these things to instantly learn whatever you want. Basically, you plug this in and you know how to play piano. You've played Bioshock. This is in Bioshock. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how you get your powers in Bioshock. It's also how you get your powers in this. Um, so, yeah, it sends you somewhere. Um, shit goes wrong. The robots start attacking to... Well, we do know why. The the guy in charge explains to you very quickly. Oh, it's, it's this older boy. I don't know. It's this older boy. He uh, he wants to make uh, the, Soviet, the thing to go wrong so the rest of the world will see these Soviet robots tearing apart the city and not trust them anymore. Um, okay. So so that's what we think. It's a it's a traitor's insider. But if we're thinking already, it's like this sounds very pro-Soviet Union. These games tend to have a twist somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Where the that's bad guy is, is not. So we can't really say that yet. Mm. Um, so the, the combat is um again very bioshocky you get your your axe which is kind of like your is it a wrench i think it's a wrench um and then you've got guns you pick up a shotgun um you're looting crafting components off dead bodies and cupboards and shit and wherever you are um to upgrade your weapons and you're collecting this uh can't remember what they call it but like it's basically a currency that lets you upgrade your abilities and that um so i just got the first ability it's a shock ability you've got this glove it talks to me anything right. it lets you use the ability so i can shoot like um and then i've got a shotgun um and you're fighting these roles. and the combat is pretty good i, I wish it did a better job of telling you when you're getting hit like right. like visually or audibly because it's it's hard hard to tell if you've been hit or if you've dodged something without looking yeah. at the health bar and seeing where that's it damage indication isn't great no but um the the melee combat feels pretty weighty um there's oh, some, that's always a good thing that's always a good thing yeah like you really swing that axe but it's there's something about it that seems feels weird as well feels slightly off where i'm missing when i think like, it should have hit something but it's like it's hard to put in the words what it is but um so is that like whiffing through yeah it's it feels like it sometimes or it feels like the animation path of the swing of the axe is being awkward and missing um oh, it's weird to say the the shotgun though i've got so far that's pretty good that feels good when you hit someone with it and you got robot bits flying off um so the, the only enemies have really come across so far um your bog standard robot Mustache. They they just try and fly kick you. Uh, <laughs> actually, like a full on run and drop kick. So they <laughs> they have some attacks that will knock you down, and you have a dodge, and you have to. There's like an indicator for where circle appears, and if you don't dodge, they'll hit you up attack. And one of them is just a sprints up to you and drop kicks you. 
Um, so yeah, there, there's that. Um, the movement though feeds kind of weird. Um, like the sort of momentum or the the locomotion sort of suddenly you're moving slow and then then you just go fucking streaming flying really fast it's just the, the way you speed up it and it can feel a wee bit elasticy when you're moving because then if you if you start strafing at all you slow way down it just makes it feel a wee bit odd um like it's not like playing a first person shooter where you know you're can you push up on the d-pad and you're going the, yeah. the set speed there's like a wind up it's almost like the movement feel realistic or something yeah that's that's probably what it's going for but it's also a bit um, yeah yeah then they may we're playing a video game we don't need real completely realistic movement oh, well, unless you're playing armor or some shit like that which people will probably want that but you know what i mean but it's not too bad looting was really handy because you just hold down a button and point your hand at cupboards and all and they all just empty and all the stuff flies into your hand i don't know where it goes but they're <laughs> that's <laughs> Um, but it, it makes it. Hey, it is a Hoover hand. Basically, it's this glove again. And I said the glove talks. My biggest complaint about this in a minute is the protagonist and the glove need to shut their fucking trap oh. because they try to do this body cup. Oh, we don't like each other type of thing back and forth. Yep. But it's so badly written and so yep. badly acted. It's like God, you're fucking. Uh, the the protagonist, which in these games your protagonist doesn't need to talk i mean i mean no like in deus ex you uh but like it's a fairly well-written character you know either, yes. either jc denton or uh adam adam jensen yes. um yeah so like they're pretty good but like bioshock you don't talk um uh, not even infinite no pray you All don't right. pray you don't talk um dishonored it don't think your character talks. No, you've got that big mask on anyway, so yeah. I think that's the whole point that the mask sort of shoot that just I mean, sort of You take it off between missions. Oh do you? Okay. I thought it sort of welded you closed. No. I thought it was like a punishment thing. Like you have dialogue options. You don't hear them. They're not actually voiced. And I think that's usually done to, to make it more immersive, because that's the big goal for is immersion. Um you're yeah. usually lost in some place by yourself without much talk to. But yeah. um yeah, this like the the main character just comes across as an arsehole. Like the lines of dialogue are so fucking stiff and weird, and then the way the guy delivers them are, is just bad. And the worst thing <laughs> is, you know, he thinks he sounds class. Is it one of them situations? I, I'm pretty sure it's a Russian guy trying to do an American accent for oh. whatever the fucking reason oh. they decided that was a good idea. But um, the game's set in Russia, is it? Uh, yep. Well, it's, so not set, it's set in one of these cloud cities of oh, yeah, the USSR, right. so... Yeah, so why to have a Russian guy do an American... Oh, Jesus Christ, I don't understand. I don't, that was a I, don't, I don't know. I, like, I could be talking shit there, but the guy definitely feet, sounds like he's forcing an American accent, and that's not his accent. Um, and then on top of that, he's bad at voice acting. And then the way it's recorded or the way it's cut together, it sounds like everyone's recording their lines in a real hurry and they all like cut off the end of each other's <laughs> sentences. And it's like, what oh, is fuck. fuck is going on here? Like, this is, this is all that there's so, so speaking of them students, so there, there's a couple of different, uh, lockpicking mini games. They have completely just taken the fallout slash Skyrim lockpick mini game. Like, right. 
you don't have to you don't have expendable lockpicks but it works exactly the same but they've got this other one which may be a bit more original it's not in a game i've played anyway where it's um there's light there's there'll be like four or five lights that can light up and one lights up at a time but it doesn't in a sort of rhythm and you hit the button when the a light's on and a wee cylinder thing will go in and then the, the light will start moving a bit faster and then you do it again and again until you've got all five cylinders pushed in. I was trying to do that and the glove just would not shut the fuck up. And I'm trying to do like a, a timing based thing where it's making sound to, to get the timing and this glove is just prattling on about bullshit um, with the protagonist and you're like, Jesus Christ. I'm, that mechanic you're describing, I can fucking see it, but I can't think what game it's from. It's light, and you have to... Hi, what fucking game is that? Oh my god. Uh, I know uh, exactly what you're talking about too, sorry, sorry. I definitely wouldn't be surprised if it's lifted from an horror game again, because uh, it seems like pretty much everything in this game has been lifted from somewhere. My tits in though, give me two seconds. I'm going to see if I can figure that out. But please continue, continue, sorry. Yeah. It's got this other thing, which I think is uh, a bit more original. It... I don't even know what they call it. It's this weird gel glob water crap that just lies like big bubbles of it. And you can go in it and swim around. Um, It's weird. I don't know. Uh, I think it has some context in the story with the technology and how things are done. And that's the point of these games. You're unraveling a mystery. What is the nature of this place? What's going on? Um, Like... there's usually some, like we said, like a lot of twists to these games and all, and there's there's a, a good bit of mystery there to be untangled. Um, so, like, you can't really fault it for having weird shit that I don't know what it is at the start. Um, but, like, for, from playing it, or what little I played it, it seems, like, it seems pretty solid. Um, like, not amazing. It's definitely, if you really want to play a good one of these, I would definitely take any Bioshock game, including Bioshock 2, uh, either of the Dishonoreds, I would play Prey before this. Um, any Deus Ex game, yes, even the fucking second one. Um, oh, <laughs> I like that game, so sue me. Um, no, I do agree. Sorry, I'll <laughs> Deus Ex 2 is great. It's, it's actually great. It's great right up until you get to that last level, and then the game sort of looks at you and goes... If you have a rocket launcher, you're going to be able to do this. If you don't have a rocket launcher, God help you. And you're like, come <laughs> on, Jim, what are you doing? Wait, all Deus right. Ex put all these mechanics together and have them all be useless in a boss fight? It wasn't even a boss fight in Invisible War. It was just the last level had tons and tons of these enemies that were like mechanic men and they could see you really easily and it took fucking grenades and rockets to take them down. And you were like, if I didn't have this rocket launcher, I would be so fucked right now. <laughs> They kind of did repeat that in, is it Human Revolution, where the boss fights where it's like, if you haven't spiked towards combat, you're just yeah. pretty much boned. Remember they re-released it then? They called it the director's cut. Or we fixed our stupid mistake cut. We fixed our mistake cut, yes. And if you owned the original, it got automatically upgraded to the director's <clears> cut. So uh, they sort of went, oh shit, we didn't think about that. Oh dear. <laughs> People like to play this game stealthily. <laughs> It's it's I still play that, but like I said, it's it's not it's not terrible. I think it's just uh, it's grand, and I haven't played a ton of it yet. Uh, that's about two hours worth of. Impressions. Does it feel like it's just borrowed too much from other games? I do feel like it's the same thing. That wouldn't necessarily be a deal breaker for me, though. No, no, but 
I don't think too much. Like, everything that's taken is from some... Like, from you sitting playing the game, that's probably a good thing. But from a... Uh, if you want to get into more moral sort of questions or... or or from an artistic point of view, is like uh, you've you've brought us nothing here, um, it, or nothing new here. There, there's that as well. But no, um, it's still like, yeah, that's a solid lockpick mechanic that uh, Bethesda <laughs> did. Yep. So yeah, and you know, the Bioshock, Bioshock, uh, yeah. But the Bioshock games are are good. The only game I need to play that I haven't played and I enjoy all those games is fucking System Shock. It's Ooh. getting a remake soon, so... Um. Yeah, as well wait. Um, so here's the real question about this game. Am I or am I not playing pro-Russian propaganda? <laughs> yeah, it is. this is what we obviously need to discuss. Um, oof. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, you you obviously have more... Um... See this opening part? It ah, is... Sorry. sorry! Jesus! <laughs> sorry. I found the game. What is it? It's called Dust and Elysian Tale. It's literally what you were describing with the lights, and then you had the time up. Oh, I Bang. played that. There was we love pick a mechanic in it. Right. Apparently the same thing also kind of happens in uh, Sleeping Dogs. Oh, okay. So there you go. Um, that was annoying me. But yeah, oh, the the opening part of this game is very much. Uh, it, it's all like, yay, USSR, look at all, all our technology's great. And it's an alternative universe where the USSR was just amazing uh, and everyone was happy. But, I mean, you would do that if you were setting up for some sort of dark turn where it's like, oh, what's yeah, the yeah. cost of all this? Or we don't, I don't know if it's going to get into that because um, I haven't played that stuff. But, like, it's, it's very much seems to, like, like glorified Russia, and it's it's done that in its marketing as well. But again, in the context of this being a game based in that universe, maybe that makes sense. Oh, yeah, but... I mean, if you look it up from the other side of the coin, one of my favorite games is a game called Brew Force, and Brew Force is all yeah, America, the guns blowing shit up, yeah. And, you know, we look at that and we laugh. And obviously, because of things that are happening in the real world, we are sort of now looking at this through a different light going, oh, I don't know if, you know, glorifying Rush is a good idea at the moment. But, but uh, it, it gets worse, though, uh, because yeah. like, not only that, um, notice what day this, re- what we're very close to on the day yep. this released, Russia invading Ukraine. Yeah, and they're... Um, What's their day they have over there? Uh, either glory to the Fowler and some nationalist bullshit bollocks. Yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, uh, it's, uh, and that's a thing that uh, Ukraine stopped celebrating with, obviously, back when they won independence. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have, yeah, just the, the timing of the release, and then they, they were asked about it. And Instead of going, oh, no, it's just a coincidence. It's just when the game was ready. They go, we do not comment. It's like, well, uh, right, so obviously you're fucking doing something then. Obviously yeah. there's something there. Or you would have just went, nah, it's just a coincidence. Uh, their response went down like a fart in a space. <laughs> so it did. Um, it went down so bad that fucking legendary composer who does the music for this game, Mr. Mick Gordon, um, he basically decided, uh, I'm not taken my wages for this game and uh, donated them to the uh, Red Cross Ukraine crisis. So, yeah, he 
he didn't take that response too well either and he's obviously worked on the game you know which again is another thing we have to take into account these guys have came out of nowhere no credentials behind them uh obviously therefore don't have a lot of weight or money behind them have put out this no doubt there's no way it's a graphically brilliant looking game but where the fuck did they come from (laughs) Who the fuck's funding them? Um, yeah. So the, and how how are you affording Mick Gordon on your first game? So the, there's this Russian company called Gem Capital. Uh, they're an investment firm, um, and they have bought shares in a lot of companies. But uh, they're directly they're, there's some connection with them with the company. You know, Gazprom, the which is I'm pretty sure government owned gas. Uh, company so like there's definitely a, there, there's a connection with munfish and the russian government yeah i'm pretty sure um and that goes that that then says it like this game's for sale in russia as well it's made by a team in russia but they the, they're headquartered in um moscow but they've said no we have a worldwide team in all these different countries um we are not a russian company we do not comment on politics Blah blah blah. That you know the usual fence sitting. Uh, we obviously side on the bad thing because we won't speak out against yeah. it. Like this fucking like this thing that no person can think is good, such as Russia trying to take over Ukraine unless yeah. you're a maniac. Um, and and they couldn't come down. So on the side of uh, not starting a war. Uh, yep. They were like, oh, we're peace-loving. Go, we, we, we're on the side of peace. This doesn't fucking sound like it. You won't no, it- say it. And that's in, if there's a connection with them and the Russian government, which it certainly is, um, and going by their cagey responses to very direct questions, um, or, or questions that could be easily answered with, that's coincidence, and instead yeah. they decide to be cagey. It, it, and them, well being headquartered in in russia which is not exactly known for its mm. you know people tend to i'm doing air quotes here fall out of hotel windows yes fall out of hotel windows <laughs> um are they gonna be critical of the ussr did the ussr find themselves in this position of of power with all their future uh, great technology but some like really dodgy means and we're gonna get into that in this game uh but if like if this developer has some ties to the government i can't see them being that because you know uh, as a a lot of countries they'll just straight up pretend everything's amazing um and fucking lie like putin's really good at that that's all (laughs) he ever fucking does he's like i'm so amazing uh Russia's done all this stuff that they didn't actually do. There's Nazis in Ukraine. The yep. the Jewish prime minister's a Nazi. Is like, are you fucking high? You you five foot four twat. Um, <laughs> so, like, probably if you're considering buying this, um, yeah, you ask yourselves, yeah, is it? Uh, is are you really it, desperate for that? Are you really desperate for another Bioshock type game, or maybe just go play Bioshock again? Mm. It's on Game Pass, like, you know, I, I played it, so I can't really say anything, but, like, it's already on there. Yeah, and you're not paying for it. You're not buying a copy of the game. No fucking way. <laughs> it wouldn't be worth buying it. Much are they selling this for, anyway? 
60 yeah, I wouldn't pay 60 for it. <laughs> this is a game I wouldn't have touched if it wasn't on Game Pass. Mm. Um, it's a weird, really weird <laughs> way you do your upgrades in it as well. It's, it, it's kind of like, so it looks like a fridge, right? but it's an AI robot thingy. Um, and it, it, uh, you just use it like, like again, like Bioshock where the vending machines and stuff. Um, so that hmm. this works the same as how you upgrade shit and buy new powers. Um, but it talks. Of course it talks. It seems like everything in this game talks. But it's, it's really laying on the sexual stuff really thick like fucking it's like jesus calm the fuck down why is this vending machine so fucking horny Mm. (laughs) like it's nuts like when you first meet it like it has these um like the the tentacle thing that shoot out and then you get caught up on it and it's all like ah shove your sword in my slot and you're like jesus fucking calm down it's like that red dwarf joke gone really really bad remember in the later series there's a vending machine falls in love with luster oh yeah yeah it's like that going really really wrong though yeah but this is you're getting sexually assaulted by that vending yeah, machine yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it really is kind of jarring <laughs> to walk in and then like like us oh, the robot apocalypse jesus christ and then you're like uh um your wee glove boys warning you about this thing because like it's this really creepy moment and it was like the atmosphere in this moment was fucking cool as you go into this corridor it's all dark there's bodies strewn everywhere uh and you can hear this like woman humming a a lullaby and you're slowly walking in and then the protagonist talks and sort of fucking ruins it Uh, for a start it's like oh it's a lullaby i don't like this is creepy it's like do not tell me how that jesus christ did not need that line of dialogue there. He kind of already ruined it. And then you open the door, and then this thing grabs you and then starts um, b- sounding like porn. Right. And you're like, well, <laughs> that, that was a bit of a tonal whiplash, but okay. Uh. So your big, tough main protagonist is scared of lullabies? Barley. Wow. I'm God, he's right. such a bad fucking protagonist. It's so bad. The voice act is so bad. And it's not even like Resident Evil 1, as in I, I, I can enjoy this bad. It's like everything you say makes me fucking cringe and makes me want to turn this game off bad. That's the kind so of bad. It's like um, High on Life times 10. High on Life wasn't that. High on Life still had f- some funny jokes. True. You were, you were saying about that. And the more I got into High on Life... Um, you enjoyed the, it the, aye the more I enjoyed it and then turned out what's his face is a oh yeah that's right he turned out to be a nutcase he beats his wife or something I don't know and locked her in a cupboard or some shit fucking hell <laughs> sure I know this is completely off topic but you see the dude that's playing Flash in this new Flash film how is he not uh, in prison what, what's it I don't know his dean I, I honestly don't I'm just wondering how he's not in prison after all the shit that I was reading. I was like, wait, did he do this? What did he? Ah, uh, uh, did he do? That, that's all right. It's like, uh, if any, kidnapped some family in Iceland. Uh, if any of us did what um, Justin Roiland did, we'd yeah. be arrested. Yes. He doesn't get fucking arrested because he's famous. Well, he just gets kicked off his show. Here's the thing. Does he still get money for Rick and Morty shit? Fuck, he couldn't. There's no way he could still give him money for it. But does he own any part of it? Mm, I think it's Adult Swim. 
it's fine if he doesn't get it's like the Rowland uh, JK Rowland thing and you know we, we never talked about the Potter game because neither of us like Harry Potter for a start or I'm guessing you didn't play it <laughs> I, yeah I didn't play it I never will but yeah. even from like you go ah oh, I'm not like she's a massive transphobe yep. just just she just is she's the most powerful transphobe in the world powerful he, she she is she she's got all this money she just speaks. she has influence over governments like she has influence over the british government and pushes politicians that are anti-trans and stuff like it's a real like difference she makes um mm. and then i know people are like oh, i love harry potter i'm not gonna let her be in a, a dick ruin it for me it's like but at the end of the day it, like none of that matters if you paid for this game you gave you, you funded her fucking transphobia you gave her money that's that's as, that's the longest of that it, if you want if you did that and you're fine with that fair enough i guess no one no one's gonna say anything if you if you really cared go steal it yeah yeah Stealing, <laughs> stealing's fun. why not what did you play then we got a, so, all all into shit there what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> I know. Um, well, like I say, I'm continuing my trend of playing games that weren't real well received when they came out, but I enjoyed. And the next one, I am a huge, huge fan of the Hitman franchise. I honestly believe the Hitman franchise is recognizable franchises around. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, because of Mr. 47. So I have been playing, replaying Hitman Absolution. Now, it's, it's no secret that Absolution is a bit of a weird one in the Hitman franchise. So it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's... it's part Hitman, part Metal Gear. That's the only way I can describe it. Um, but it's still it's still really good to play, though. So obviously they decided at this time, right, uh, you know, the big cinematic games were a big thing at this stage. And they thought, all oh, right, well, we're going to have to bring Hitman into the, you know, the modern day and give him a big story and all that there. So obviously that's what they started doing. They told the story of a... Basically, another assassin that was created, but she was a young girl, and 47 is protecting her, trying to save her, basically. And um, instead of just getting the usual big sandbox level, and here's a target, you know had, like, levels, and I mean, like, just no targets. Sometimes you just had to get from A to B, and you could choose how to... And it, it had a Hitman sort of fashion to it, where you could choose how to get from A to B through different means. Mm. But... You know, playing a Hitman level without killing someone is a bit weird. Just sneaking through. Because then it does sort of turn into Metal Gear Solid. So it is. Because you're just sneaking through enemies. And not really doing anything else. So, like I say, I've been playing through it again. And I've been trying to play through it with a sort of more open mind. Going, right, is this actually... Am I actually really, really, really enjoying this? Or am I just playing this because it's Hitman? And I have to admit, I've got into it. I'm about maybe halfway through it and I'm going, I don't really want to play any more of this. <laughs> because it also has this mechanic system that uh did, did you ever play Absolution? Do you remember they brought in yeah. the uh the instinct thing? Yeah. Where you sort of hide and play in sight. There are some levels, obviously, you have to use the instinct to sort of blend in if you're dressed as the same as the guards or something. So if you're wearing the same outfit, they will know you're different. So you you know, use the way instinct bar and you can sort of sneak through the problem is there are some levels where there's literally nothing but these guards and there's no other outfits for you to wear 
So you're spending the whole game basically in a guard's outfit, but still sneaking around as if you were still wearing your suit. And you're thinking, well, what's the point in me dressing up as the guard if I still have to sneak around? So the idea, there was an idea there, and obviously with Hitman 2016 or the new Hitman trilogy, they perfected that. Because obviously that's where that idea came from, where only certain guards might see through you. Yeah. Not every single guard, which is obviously what the big problem was. But I have to admit, I remember loving Absolution when it came out, probably because I'd been just waiting so long for another Hitman game. And there is some great, I mean, there are some levels which are very just old school Hitman levels. You know, there's a target or several targets. Those levels are the best. And if there was a way of maybe just unlocking all the levels without having to beat the game, there are some later, I remember some absolutely fantastic later levels, like the cemetery level where you actually have to take down the main bad guy, you know, getting through that cemetery and all it's brilliant and then you know you're sneaking through getting your kill and all but some of these other levels like there's a level in a gun shop and all you have to do is get your gun it's like yeah so if i just want to get my guns i shouldn't be fucking murdering people but it's supposed to encourage you to go hey you know this old boy has the key to that cupboard and you're like i don't want to kill the old boy though he's like 90s he's probably be dead tomorrow but yeah there was some odd choices in it there really was but it's 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 a bit of a, a, a hit and miss like when you, when you get the hitman levels in it what i would call the proper hitman levels absolution shines really really highly but when you get a level that you're just sneaking through everyone who's dressed the same as you so you're not really you know blending in you're just hoping and praying that you have enough instinct to walk past them all you know it can be really really fucking annoying yeah Ah, I would like to maybe see some elements from Absolution sort of retried, but obviously others don't go near them again. I don't think it deserved the hate it got. I know when it came out, everyone was just ripping on it, going, oh, this is the worst fucking Hitman game ever. And it's like, it, okay, it's not the worst Hitman game ever. I'm telling you that now. The worst Hitman game ever is the original Hitman. How the hell Hitman 1 ever got a sequel? <laughs> I'm glad it did, don't get me wrong. But, I mean... Hitman 1 was absolutely shockingly put together. You had no idea when people were suspicious of you or not. You just sort of had to hope for the best. Mm. But it's it's definitely not the worst, but it was they were they tried something different, I guess. They wanted to try and you know, they learned that this is a no. This is definitely a no on on this. So yeah. definitely uh glad I retried it. Uh I only paid a couple of bob for on seal. Although the one thing I will say, obviously it is a PS3 game when it was launched i have the wee collector's edition man right beside me here as we record um but the ps4 port of that that and blood money do you remember they re-released them on the ps4 yeah they're fucking shocking ports how do you, how do you fuck up those ports so bad like blood money he has this weird stuttery run now i, I have blood money on steam because i picked up the entire hitman franchise up for like four pound on steam and i just decided you know because blood money doesn't run too well on my wee computer and i wanted to play blood money again but or not blood money sorry absolution the game i'm talking about but uh i can't believe how bad uh those ports are for the playstation 4 i am genuinely genuinely shocked at how bad the ports are couldn't believe it so yeah if you're gonna fancy replaying some old hitman games do not buy the ps4 ports i'm telling you now yeah. they are bad really bad <laughs> but um yeah all in all i, I would say absolution it, it isn't as i mean a lot of people were comparing it to blood money when it came out and things like that which i thought was a bit unfair but yeah blood money is definitely the better hitman game and hitman 2 and contracts even would be better but as a 
I suppose if you've never played a Hitman game before, Absolution, you would sort of play on its own and go, oh, this is a cool stealth game. Mm-hmm. Because I don't call a Hitman game a, a stealth game. I call a Hitman game a Hitman game. There's nothing else like Hitman out there. At least, not that I can think of. I don't know. About- um, that's what to say. Assassin's Creed. It's like, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. I know that's what they were going for. <laughs> but, uh, maybe. Maybe. But uh, no. Like I say, so I think Absolution falls under the stealth genre where the rest of the Hitman franchise is in its own genre. Like I said, it was a nice try to try something different, but I think they definitely learned their lesson with the newest trilogy that the Hitman games has to be big sandbox. There's a target. And you, sh- you should also have a bit of fun as well. I think that was the one thing as well, because Hitman always had that sort of dark comedy in it as well. Yeah. You know, Absolution has none of that. Absolutely not. It was a, like every character in it is deadly, deadly serious. Like, for, like <laughs> Absolution 47 is the grumpiest looking ever. He <laughs> just looks like a constant scowl all the time, like. So, but I suppose if you've never, if you want to try, if you're into the stealth type of game, if you enjoy your, you know, your your metal gears and your splinter cells and things like that, Absolution might be up your street. Then maybe if you don't enjoy the Hitman games but you wanted to play a stealth game, maybe give Absolution a shot. So that would be how I would finish that sum up of Hitman Absolution. Next week will be a fun one because I'm going to replay PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Before battle royales were a big thing. <laughs> oh god! Hey, yep. but, but, wait a minute. It's a smash game. It's just smash. It is a smash game, but it was called battle royale, right? <laughs> well, that, <laughs> it, 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 that is a battle royale. Technically, that is true. Yeah. In wrestling terms, you're trying to knock everyone out of the ring. Except, yeah, that's where the PlayStation one makes no sense in because you're not doing that. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, that, that's that's another game that. Uh, I've been playing an old school type game. I will play a new game soon, I promise, because Resi 4 is out soon. <laughs> yeah, you just, there's no way you're not playing that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking hell. Um, right, game news then. Yes. Right, so we, we've been watching all these shooters shut down, or live games shut down. I thought you said shitters shut sh- down. I was shitters. Like, what? <laughs> shitters oh, yes. full. Um. Yeah, live games. Yes, they, they keep We're shutting down. Game. An hour or two uh, seem to be gone. Um. So natural selection two. I don't even know what that is. Uh. No, I can't say I know that one. And yeah, I don't. I don't know what that is. It's partly it's been around a while. Uh. And spellbreak, which is one we actually did play for a while. I'm surprised that I'm not gonna lie. I'm surprised that's still going after all this time. That was a brave while ago we played that. It's the Spellbreak one was announced last year that, that it was closing down and we've just hit the date. Um, now, difference being, uh, well, with the uh, natural selection too, the developer just gone, oh, we're, we're, we're done. We're going to stop development now we're, um, and move on to our next project. And they're leaving it up for people to play. Oh, right, right, right. So it's not shutting down. It's just done with development yeah i don't know why why the because that was uh back for blood got lumped in with that as well it's like no they just they finished yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> you can that's, still play it yeah uh, yeah that's different. sorry yeah. uh these keep getting lumped in with, with uh with that sort of thing um and then spell break which yeah that was a live game and, and that is being delisted and all but they're leaving it so people can 
basically they're leaving a, a version of it there so people can basically do their own servers. Oh, okay. That's not uh, too bad then. Yeah. Um, it's, the, it's the way they should do. If you're shutting down a game, just yeah. say, do, here you go, do whatever you want with it because yeah. we're done with it and just let the community have it. Just okay. <laughs> as simple as that. So you're not doing anything. Yep. Um, but just no. you never know. Leaving it in the community's hands, things could things could improve. You never know. You'd have to be a real scumbag to go and start uh, come back again and start charging money for stuff again, though. <laughs> it's like here, uh, hold uh, on a minute. <laughs> this game's popular again, thanks to the fans. <laughs> uh, I know there's uh, <laughs> some devs that would definitely do that. Yeah, there is. We we know that firsthand, or it. Right. So yeah, that's that's. There's gonna be more. A lot of these, like there's no yeah. Ubisoft one, um, X something or other like that. That's how long is that gonna last? Let's let's be honest. I can't even remember the name of it. Um. So yeah, that's that's stuff's not gonna last. Um. Right. Speaking of shitty fucking companies. Uh, last yeah. <laughs> last year, Chrono Cross remaster was <laughs> released by Square Enix, which I bought because I'd only yep. played a little bit of Chrono Cross and I really like Chrono Trigger. And Chrono Cross is kind of a sequel, spiritual, but like mm. it's a little more than a spiritual sequel because it's actual references to Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross. But anyway, they they released this. Uh, Remaster, which included uh, Radical Dreamers, which was like a almost not quite visual novel, but like choose your own adventure type thing. I can't remember what it came out for, but was some had never been released outside Japan. I said, "This this looks like could be good PS One classic. Let's let's get this." And then it's shitty frame rate on a PS Five. Oh, that's that one. Yes, I remember you talking about that. What the fuck is this? That's not even 30 frames a second, you bastards. Yes, I remember you talking about that now. <clears throat> so Square Enix has been sitting on that for a year. Uh, now they've come out and go, nah, we'll fix it. We swear it'll fix it. It's about fucking time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they, Square Enix has said they're going to work to patch this game and make it run, or make it uh, at least not run worse than a PS1. <laughs> That would be good. Like, I don't think that's a that's a high bar to jump over. It's, it's not a big ask. <clears throat> don't be worse than the thirty year old console. <laughs> Fucking powerhouse of the PS Five, and it's struggling to run a, a remaster of a PS. That's, that's not. It's that. not like it's a huge remaster either. It's like it's no. just a wee bit of cleaning up here and there, and that was probably done by AI. So that's like, a, yeah, good point. <laughs> so. <that's, laughs> Not yeah, I just couldn't get past the, like, you'd be in a battle and you'd pick an attack and it would slow way down. You're like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Are you emulating it so faithfully that you've even captured the PS1 struggling to do stuff? Is that, is that what we're doing? Like, I don't need this much time to make my decision. Please speed up again. <laughs> Fucking hell. Huh? Yeah, be nice to play that, not run like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. considering you paid for it as well it'd be nice if it ran properly mm, that's the reason I stopped playing it because performance mm. um, Lies of P remember that? I do I remember sort of thinking this looked pretty cool and then there was something off about it but I'm probably still going to give it a go so this is the Soulsborne looking 
dark gothic Pinocchio fights things. He doesn't even use his nose. No, he does not. You better there use has you. to be something. There has to be something about it. Jeez, it's fucking Pinocchio. Like it looks too serious to be up to any nose shenanigans, though. <laughs> no shenanigans. Like, yeah. We don't but even I, know if you're Pinocchio because you clearly are a real boy. Uh, no, you've got this weird mechanical hand thing, do you not? <clears throat> yeah, but who doesn't? It's uh, games. Everyone has yeah. a mechanical hand. Yeah, true. It does look very realistic for meant to be a puppet. Yeah. Um, Again, I've never heard of this team making them, but I know most of their other games on Steam do not have good ratings, and that was my worry. Oh, shit. What do you call yeah, them? I cannot remember the team name making this. Oh, uh, right. Uh, is it on this article? Uh, does not appear to be. But I remember looking up their, their Steam and, um, yeah. But then, maybe this is the first game they're actually putting proper work in because I think maybe their other ones may have been just trying to get a bit of funding to make this. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I will approach with caution. Neowiz Games? That's the publisher. Who's the developer? That's Neowiz Games. I, I mean... I need to see what kind of games is, is this is it like a blooper team sort of situation where it's like are you straight up made shovelware you stole shit and wrapped it up in the, you did, uh, this is what I'm worried about I think they might be oh wait that has to be all publisher stuff there I played that yeah they published that is that the skull game that, that's pretty good I like that um, so maybe it's I don't know it's just news oh they made dandy do they have quite a few good games on here? Alright. Wait a minute. What the hell was I looking at then? I don't know what you were looking at. Huh. It's the first... If you look at their games, you're like, Jesus Christ, this is outside your wheelhouse because there's a lot of cartoony 2D stuff. You sure that wasn't why you were going, Jesus, this is different? No, I remember sort of looking at the actual... And I didn't know any of the games, but I remember looking at the sort of user reviews and people were like, oh, this is horseshit and all this here. And I was like, Okay. But there was only like two games, and they, they did look like sort of cheapy knockoff things. But maybe maybe I clicked the wrong thing. Uh, so they, uh, there's there's a couple of roguelikes it done. So um, Skull is you play with your Skeleton Boy. Uh, it's just two D uh, roguelite. It's pretty pretty decent. Um, oh, maybe I clicked the wrong thing there. This is actually some good news then. This uh, Dandy Ace one is like a isometric roguelite. Um, where you're a magician and you know you're picking up different tricks or your different types of attacks and that and you go through the you're going either up or down levels uh, and it looks like a bastion type of thing right uh but it's a roguelike yeah, I was definitely looking at the wrong thing then because i think i seen some weird wee fucking like uh I remember sort of looking and going, gee, whatever it was, I don't remember being impressed by it anyway. It didn't look like my cup of tea at all. Whereas I do enjoy a roguelike. I think I know the one you're talking about as well. Skull, S-K-U-L. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. I didn't know that was them. Right, okay. I have looked at the wrong thing then. Uh, that Max Respect, is it V or 5? Uh, that's a rhythm game that is very popular. Uh, that's them as well. Huh. Well, anyway... <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, Lazy P has a release month at least, August twenty twenty three. Happy days, actually. After because when I first seen them, I thought, fuck this looks cool. So mm. couldn't see it actually getting there. It's coming to Game Pass. I think this is a Game Pass day one. It uh, is. Uh, 
It is. Yeah, I think I remember something being said no. like that. Because this, uh, yeah, this was part of that um, Xbox thing. The Xbox thing where like, oh, all this stuff's coming to Game Pass day one within the next twelve months, and then, and then Forza, they lied. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't, didn't lie, but Forza slipped very yep. quietly. Um, but yeah, it was shown along with the likes of Grounded, um, Minecraft Legends, which is out soon, Slime Rancher 2, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Oh, yeah, no doubt be giving that a go then. Um, I, I was like, why would So, Street Fighter 6 is out soon. Mmm. Uh, Fuck me. Yep. And uh, Capcom are going all in. Yeah, they're, they've, they're, uh, they're serious this time. This is, this is the going to be the esports so the uh capcom cup x which will be part of the capcom pro tour um which is their big sort of series of tournaments they do every year um and the, this is sort of the, the final of that tour i believe yep. um so the winner of that street fighter 6 tournament will win one million dollars a million dollars to put that in context, 2022's Capcom Pro Tour complete prize pool was $300,000. Yep. <laughs> so we can see that Capcom really, really wants to get Street Fighter VI firmly in that uh, eSport fighting. Yep. Uh, sort of like, like just to be one of those games, uh, the, the top games played. Which... I don't think they have to go this far. It probably. No. I think if they made a good Street Fighter game, that probably would have done it. Yep, yep. And by all re reports, they've done that. I know a lot of people are still sort of, you know, the way Street Fighter Five was released. Because, again, we've, we've talked about this before. Street Fighter Five is not a bad game. It was just released in a very strange way. But um, there's no denying that Capcom have not actually put out a bad Street Fighter game in, well, quite, quite a long time. Hmm. When some would say Street Fighter One, yeah, and then from there it was all good. Yep, like there's there's not really any bad ones. No, because Capcom didn't make the bad ones. Do you remember there was the whole 3D thing they tried and all because they were trying to do a Mortal Kombat? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, but I don't think it was actually Capcom did those. It was the X. Yes, the, Street Fighter X, the EX series. EX plus yep. Alpha Two. Hyper, super fight. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a. <laughs> you just become a millionaire from playing playing some Street Fighter. <clears throat> but in reality, you'll probably be a member of some esports team who take you and put you in a house, don't let you leave till you play Street Fighter uh, like yep. for eighteen hours a day, day, and then they'll take like sixty percent of that one million off you. Yep, and then you'll hit Street Fighter for the rest of your days. So Esports, the, the joy of the, the game off you as well. Yeah, something needs to happen with the way that's done. It's like yep. you're a professional athlete, but like you know, professional athletes aren't treated like that. Yeah, true. Also, they get paid way more. Yes, they do. Like you imagine, you offering a million to like a a Premier League level footballer. <laughs> you're laughing your face. Oh, Jesus. Hell, right. You'd have to drop down to maybe Championship League <clears> to get that type of money. 
Yeah, I just think esports teams like the the you know the not the like you no know, some games need a team you have to put a team together like a number of people together but the organized teams that are a business they're greasy as fuck hey. Yep, they are. Very uh, greasy. And I don't get how those kids don't understand. It's like you are the talent there. They they're they're bringing very little. Yeah, they're bringing pa- nothing to the table. Paying your entrance fee, maybe, but um, without you, they are nothing. Yep. Um, and especially like in you- something like a fighting game, what do you need to be in a team for that? Yeah, what I see, I've never understood that this team uh, fighting game thing. It was like a fighting game's one on one. There's there's no tag matches. Well, the idea is they pay you a salary so that you are able to uh, not work and just practice all the time. But I don't think it's very well paid is the no. thing nah, you're still gonna have to have a job let's be honest but I know, like but back in olden times um you would have got sponsors directly sponsoring the the players when i was the team mm. teams it seems to be like a middleman um but yeah as soon as somebody starts making sort of money you know there's people that are going to try and benefit off it and make themselves look like oh you need me and uh, you're like 100% What's that one phase? They're going out of business. They're fucked. Because mm. they tried to get into all the, the fucking... Oh, here's here's a sports team and all these people stream. And uh, yeah. it's like, wait, why do they need to go through you to stream on Twitch and then you just come in and take a chunk of what they make? What's, what's going on there? <laughs> and then they went public and now their stock isn't... Yep. Cool. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was next? All oh, right, the uh, Microsoft, Activision, Sony. Let's all have a fight thing. Um, so it's official. Microsoft and Nintendo have signed a binding ten-year agreement for Call of Duty on Nintendo consoles. How weird is that? It's fucking stupid. Like, um, oh, all right. And by and by the way, Microsoft's here in Brussels in front of the EU Council is is this week, a couple of days before this. So, um, th- that's just a coincidence. So that. Uh, this would have happened even if that wasn't happening. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what were you gonna say there? I was just gonna say, um, like they'll they'll sign this ten year deal, right? Mm-hmm. But I doubt that Nintendo will still have a Call of Duty on their console. Oh, uh, they have to. Oh, they have to now. They they have to do it now. Um I think it's twenty twenty four they're saying would be the first one. Uh, which we could see a new Nintendo console by then, maybe. Um, but it's not to say, like, what sort of power is that thing going to have? And, you know, or is it going to be cloud based and playing, you know, an oh, online geez. shooter <laughs> using cloud stuff? It's going to be a bad time. You know how good their fucking stuff is there. The only reason they've done this is so they can, you know, they'll, they'll go up to the EU and be like, see, Nintendo's fine with it. It's like, uh, hey, Nintendo, how much money did you make off Call of Duty in the last five years? Was that zero? Oh, shit. But <laughs> um, still, uh, Sony are constant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they're for... Well, they just keep lying for the reasons they're not wanting it. Yep. So it's like, uh, go on, at least tell truth. Don't, don't put us people that play the games in the middle of this. Because the way there's zero stakes in this for us. We don't fucking care. So stop making it about us. Which is what they keep trying to do. And stop hanging around those fucking Tories. They're a bad influence. Now, related to this, this is fucking nuts. As, uh, Xbox fans, whatever they are, um, 
or tracking by private jets to try and be all like, oh, this executive went here, so maybe they're meeting there. <laughs> it's like, why? What fucking skin do you have in this game where you need to be tracking private jets of, of Sony executives? <laughs> Jim Ryan flew to Brussels, yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll be wearing tinfoil hats and everything. So. Oh, uh, <laughs> get it there at the same... Uh, the Eurogame story, there's like, someone tweeted this, like, in capital letters, HARD EVIDENCE! Sony executives free from London, Seattle, and a Falcon 8X on February 6th, presumably to negotiate. See, yeah, I start with hard evidence, and then you're presuming shit. Halfway yep. through the tweet, you've already presumed hard evidence out the fucking window. That's not how hard evidence works. Yep. Um... Presumably to negotiate Call of Duty license uh, with Microsoft, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. No. I mean, it's, it's, as, as you say, what Why? What do they have in this that they need I don't to know? know I don't great? get it. Is it like a, is this just entertainment for them? Maybe. How are you a fan of Xbox? It's yeah. just, that's like me being a fan of me toaster. Of us, <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I like your toaster. <laughs> but uh, it's like it, it's a box. That, I don't care what's on the box that plays my game as long as it plays the fucking games. Yeah. End of the day. Yep. It's, uh, I don't. I, I don't. Used, I, I'm not gonna lie. I used to be uh, the Sony fanboy, but those days are long. I think maybe maybe it has to be young people. <laughs> so, I know that sounds like we're so old, but like, but it yeah. has to be youngins doing this. I think <laughs> Say, you like, older, you just stop curb. Or Sony just beats it out of you. <laughs> they do. How do you track a private jet anyway? I'm oh, you, you can You can track any flight, and they're all registered. Oh, yeah, I say you, you never see the boy that, that uh, Elon Musk tried to kick off Twitter um, because he had this thing running. So Twitter ate their. Elon Musk is all like, oh, I invented Tesla, so I'm good for the environment. And then boys just track all uh, private. <laughs> private jet oh, flights right. he takes <laughs> nice. and they tried to tried to say they were doxing him and kicked him off twitter and they're all like hey i did not what are you talking about the guy like he used to show it in real time um uh, nice. just because elon musk is. yeah deserves everything he gets um what else we got do we have anything else uh oh uh, yeah sega's doing a 30 percent pay raise to fucking everyone i was reading this this is very cool yeah, it's not often we get this from the games industry. Usually it's like yep. everyone's striking. This, yep. guy, this guy's touching everyone in inappropriate ways. Yeah, companies are up to dodgy shit all the time. Yeah, it's, I'm not going to lie. It, I'm actually, it's kind of cool that it's Sega too because you know, Sega <laughs> has a bit of a history with some weird shit and all, but not. They've came out today, but hey, look, we can be pretty cool. I hope it's not a PR thing. I hope they genuinely are like, you know what, guys? That we know times are fucking really tough and shit. So, um, hey, thirty percent, thirty percent. Apparently, uh, newly recruited um, are getting thirty-five. Oh, but that's because they get paid for cool <laughs> mm. to begin with. So, again, it's nice that they take that into consideration, though. <clears throat> yeah. It's basically they're, they're doing a whole reform of how they pay people, how that's calculated, where you get bonuses, that sort of stuff. Um, it should all come out to people getting paid thirty percent more, on average, um, which is which is good. Um, like I said, it's nice to have some good news. And then one last one. Uh, I guess we're all wondering 
uh, where's that AEW game at that was supposed to be out already? Because yeah. the, no one ever covered or gave a statement of what, what, where it is or what happened. Yeah, I'm curious. Where did you find out about this? I found this on Kotaku. Right. So at least someone's reporting on it. No, I, uh, I'm lying. I didn't find out. I found, actually, no, I didn't find this on a game website at all. So this, but, right. So let's take this with a grain of salt because I read it on the Wrestling Observer. Ah, okay. <laughs> Known fucking video game coverage of the Wrestling Observer. <laughs> Straight from... Dave Meltzer rang me up and he's all like... Like, oh... Hey, that AW fight for... <laughs> but apparently this is Kenny Omega that said this. Um, you would imagine he would know. Uh, so the reason of the game was delayed uh, is because they were struggling to get a TESRB rating, uh, which is the American uh. thingamajig that says... Oh, it's just because this will be because they obviously have blood in it. They have exploding barbed wire death matches. Yeah. Mm. Right, okay. Right. So like the, the game contains blood, language, mild suggestive themes, use of alcohol, and tobacco, and violence. Tobacco? tobacco? Who be smoking? Has anyone got a cigar? Has anyone, anyone got cigars? Does Don Callis come down with a big stoogie? Don't think so. Um, huh. Yeah, yeah they, they kept submitting it and getting M ratings. I can't have that. I was like, why the fuck not? Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, if you're going for the old school sort of, you know, if you have something called an exploding barbed wire death match, there's no way you're getting a uh, teen rating. Not in this day and age. Mm. But here's the thing. Right. So, I don't think anyone would go, oh, no, that's an M rating. (laughs) And, right, the first thing, America isn't like here where the rating is either Peggy or the the BBFC. So, BBFC is law. If there's an 18 uh, BBFC rating on something, it is illegal to sell that to someone under 18, same with a 15. Mm. Uh. In America, this is a, a voluntary rating system that isn't enforced by any law. Oh. Then, who are they saying that they? It's the ESRB, and they put their, their thing on the box. Um, it's supposed to be a guide for parents. Oh, um, okay. And also, have you been on GTA? Parents do not give a flying fuck what their kids are playing. Yeah, yeah. On a, well, yeah that's the... Because uh, <laughs> they're all on GTA Online being we cunts. Yep. And their oppressors. Or, yep. Or on Fortnite swearing at each other. So, yeah. I wouldn't worry about it, Tony. So, if something's being submitted, does that mean it's nearly finished? That means it is finished. It is finished. It has to be because, like, you have to be like, here's all the content. There could be, like, you know, cleaning up of things. And, you yeah, know. but the content's good to go, though. Uh, yeah, content should be done. Ooh. Fuck, we could be closer than we thought. Mm, who knows? It's mad though if it's that if it's that nearly done that they're not sort of showing more of it. There, we, there, we, there was a. Did you see the new video that went up? It was the Hangman Danielson two. And then it cuts between the match and, and them doing stuff in the the game from it. Oh no, I haven't seen that. No, like doing the fall away slam off the top. And oh, okay. What have you? Um, but yeah, there's there's a there's a video up there of gameplay of that. So that leads us nicely into more wrestling. Yeah, that's a good. That that's a hell of a segue there, buddy. Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> just put that on there at the last minute, and just happened to the last thing I looked at. <laughs> um, so elimination chamber happened. 
Um, oh, right. No, I didn't watch uh, Royal Rumble. We know Cody won that. Um, and mm. then Elimination Chamber is the pay-per-view between Royal Rumble and uh, WrestleMania. So it's sort of where all the things get set up for, or at least all the big matches, we know who's going to be main event and that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I sat down and watched this because uh, mostly because of the Sami Zayn stuff. So we spoke about before. He's on a really good sort of baby face run with uh, being part of uh, Roman Reigns' um, bloodline and then sort of betraying Kevin Owens to, to to stay part of that. And then at the Royal Rumble, he uh, you know Kevin Owens challenged Reigns for the title. Um, Reigns wins, but then they've got Owens uh, tied up to the ropes, and they're going to smash his face in with a chair. Uh, Sammy gets between them. Uh, if you didn't know, Sammy C and Kevin Owens are very old friends. Yep. Uh, they talk about that in the Young Bucks book, which I must lend you. Mm. Uh, and then Reigns hands Sammy the chair and is like, you do it. Do it right now. Or I'll hit you forever. Um, and then or I'll hit you forever. <laughs> Uh, Sam, who proceeds to smash Roman with the chair, uh, lean to I, Sammy getting a shot at uh, the undisputed title. I bet that I cried erupted when he did that. Yeah. Um, so I, I watched this. Uh, we also had two chamber matches. There was one for the woman to decide who would challenge Bianca Belair at, uh, at WrestleMania. Um, and Asuka is in this, but Asuka has gone back to something closer to her old gimmick from Japan, full-on clown makeup stuff uh, going on, being very, very aggressive and stuff, uh, which is great. And she won that match, so she's she's going to challenge for the women's title at WrestleMania. Um been nice for her to get a big WrestleMania moment. Um, and then the men's, it was for the U.S. title. Um, it was the U.S.? Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the, none of the big titles were on the line. This is more of like a... Right, here's a here's a paper well it's not pay-per-view, it's WWE, they don't do premium live event. Here's a premium oh, live yeah. event where we're gonna highlight other things um and and not all the like the women's titles weren't there. Um obviously we, we had Sammy versus Roman, but uh and Roman's got both the big belts. Um but yeah, it doesn't, doesn't like nothing says that an elimination chamber has to be for the main title, uh, and they've been elevating those mid card titles. So you know, mm. that's just no, helps. I think that's pretty cool. <clears throat> um, but Logan Paul got involved in this, and, and right. like said, it was down to Seth Rollins and uh, Austin. I keep wanting to say Austin Aries just because it's. <laughs> And it's not Austin Aries. Um, fuck, I can't remember his name. Um, I have no Aust- idea who. Aust- Austin Theory. Austin Theory. So, yeah, he comes in and uh, distracts who him. Who has the uh, title at the moment? Austin Theory. He, he was the defending champion. Remember I told you about the whole thing where he yeah. cashed in money in the bank and then Bobby Lashley knocked the shit out of him mm. uh, and ruined the whole match. And that was the whole thing. Um but yeah, that pretty much we're, we're getting Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Right. He came in and did another shitty buckshot lariat. He needs to fucking stop that. Yep. His moves are shit. Everyone's like, oh, he's way good. But like, his moves look sloppy as fuck. Everything he does looks like a, a whole, like, just lemons flying everywhere. <laughs> like, Does he make Jade look good? 
No, let's not go that far. Um, there were there was all uh, there was a, a Lesnar versus um uh, Lesnar versus Lashley match, which fuck's sake, four minutes long and ended in a DQ because La- Lashley had his you know his finisher the the hurt lock. Yeah, uh, he had that on Lesnar, so he Lesnar kicked him in the balls and got eliminated or got disqualified. Oh, okay. Because that's one way of doing it. Which is kind of just the same as tapping out. You're saying, I can't take this hold anymore, so I'm done. Yep. Bonk. So, <laughs> so you lost either way. <clears throat> uh, yeah, but the main event was was great. Um, yeah, crowd was on fire for it. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, really good storytelling as well. This is like a, like the best kind of WWE-style like one of their types of matches. This is the shit they do best. You know, you had uh, Sammy's wife at uh, a ringside because you know they're they're in Montreal's, which is where Sammy is from as well. So obviously these guys are going absolutely nuts. Mm. Um, his wife isn't just there at ringside. Uh, the, do the bit where uh, Roman's beating the shit out of him over beside her, and then he's all like, uh, "I did this for you guys," and he turned his back, and then and you just hear her saying, "It's like he loved you," and all is like so using all that. That like her getting involved was was very good as well. Yep. Um, and you know, you know how it goes like tons of like fucking hope spots from Sammy almost getting yep. a pin and all, and then there was like ref bumps all over the stuff Sammy had him <laughs> pinned at one point, uh, but the ref was down. Um, but alas, in the end, uh, well, some skullduggery and shenanigans. Uh, Roman retains. And a lot of people are like. Man, wrong move. Could have you could have had you could have had something special here if if Sammy had a one. But then the question is, like, what about Cody? Yeah. What do you do there? And it's not to say. Uh, not to say Sammy's not worth it. No, I, no, definitely. Oh, it's just the timing's all fucked up. Yeah, uh, you're gonna have one hell of a story when Cody gets. Yeah, the the Cody the, the whole Cody situation. That's that's just WWE again. That's that's their kind of thing. Um, and it's like if you go with the Sammy thing, that com that completely, could just completely wipes out the Cody stuff. You just can't do it. Then you just you, yeah, you can have one or the other. Um, I think they they did the best they could with the Sammy stuff without having them go to 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 win. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't think there's been that, you know, that usual fucking backlash when WWE does stuff, everyone goes clean nuts. You're, you're not getting that from this. I think most people understand the position they're in. And it's like, yeah, we kind of have to do the Cody thing. That's not Cody's fault. This isn't, this isn't like, you know, fucking Blue Tista coming in and getting the title shot over uh, Daniel Bryan. It's not like that. Um, I mean, it's like the really popular underdog, but like, you know, Cody coming back is is not Batista. Even though I got that, I thought that was a bit unfair with Batista, but it, at the time it made absolutely no sense for Batista to come in and get a title shot out of nowhere over Daniel Bryan. Whereas with this one with Cody, this has been the story. This is his journey to the top and then yep. having the, the tour, torn pictorial and having to come back from that, it's part of the story. The end game of this story is him winning at WrestleMania. <laughs> and it's... Uh, while it, like, I would have preferred to see see Sammy get the title. 
and get him being able to main event because he is good enough. He's damn fucking good enough. Yeah, like, no question about it. But from a WWE point of view, like Cody Rhodes is perfect for them. So perfect yep. that all everyone in AEW went, "Would you shut the fuck up already?" <laughs> <laughs> but the but the kind of character he is works in WWE yep. and AEW. Yep. Everyone got sick the. F- Shit of it. It's like, get this, get gone, shut the fuck up. Um, but yeah, that, that was, uh, with, with the exception of the Lesnar match, that, that was pretty, pretty good shit. Good, solid pay per view. Big days, man. Uh, so, obviously, the whole, I don't want to get into this too much because I don't know enough about it, but the whole Vince thing isn't having too much of a bad effect yet on the. Yeah, they, we haven't seen any impact on it. All right. Uh, so, AEW this week. Um, Dynamite. Dynamite, uh, Dynamite was. I was gonna say I thought Dynamite was really good. There was a few wee surprises as well, a couple of returns I was not expecting. I don't, can't quite put my finger on it, but I felt like Dynamite was kind of. I'm not gonna say it. I just felt kind of flat or something compared to the previous couple of weeks. I don't know. I think it was, they're what? If, what if they, have they something big? No, they're not big coming up at the moment, do they? Oh no! Of course they do the revolution. Revolution. Uh, two weeks away with two dynamites left till revolution yep it's all over the place no i, I did i enjoyed it i enjoyed the the probo with um the daniels getting a wee bit of tv time and stuff thought that was cool oh yeah he got a, he did a really good promo with mjf he, he done a fantastic promo said I, I, normally i would bury uh danielson but i won't because uh he's gonna fucking kill you basically uh that was that was excellent um yeah, it's exactly. like, really fucking good promo. Um, Don't Jeff, forget how good Daniels can talk. Oh, I've, I've never seen him do much talking because I never watched, like, didn't really watch Ring of Honor or Impact, so. And him and Kazarian's promos in TNA were the stuff of legend, hey? The two of them were fucking excellent together. Especially, especially when they were heels. Oh, Christ, they were. But, um, yeah, it was good seeing him getting a. Because, you know, you see him coming down and I'm thinking. Fuck! You haven't done a promo the whole time you've sort. You haven't done a sort of in-ring promo. I don't think he has since the entire time he's been there. Yeah, you could be right. That that was a really good use of it there. Um, that was brilliant because obviously him and uh, Danielson go way back. When they main evented the first ever Ring of Honor together. Yeah, yeah. Well, him slapping MJF across the face too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about Jeff Jarrett though? Uh. So like right before the show, his uh, his dad passed away. The um, promoter, well, most mm-hmm. of them know as a promoter, Jerry Jarrett, um, had a massive impact in just wrestling in general. Um, but yeah, he he comes out and does the match, um, and, and, he lo- did. and loses, uh, which is you know fair play to him. Because normally, you know, when someone's going through something like me, you wouldn't have even known. He was just sort of that thing about it all professional he says, says himself you know this is this is what i do mm. i wouldn't want him moping around yeah i guess i guess that's that's the point um it's, i suppose it's the same thing with mark briscoe true yeah yeah as broad's day comes out and does that match um and uh, as you bring him up we had him had him on this dynamite uh, against josh right. woods uh which Very is good. Uh, was it? Apparently, this is a long-running rivalry in in Ring of Honor as well. Yep. Um, it's almost uh, the the Ring of Honor stuff's getting a bit more prominent again, but I'm guessing that's because there's rumor that it's going to be starting up soon. On yeah. 
service. Yeah, sure, sure. Sorry, rumours they've announced the tapings. Oh, yeah. Right, now it's tapings. We don't know when those will air, but, uh, you know, there's tickets for sale to go see them while taping, so... Um, man, Froggy Bill was such a good, <laughs> good name for a finisher. It's a fucking cool move, too, because he does, like, a frog splash frog, elbow drop. Frog splash elbow drop. Froggy Bill. Froggy Bill. That's fucking class. I would like to, I would like to see uh, Ch- Mark Giovanni, stick- Giovanni could not stop laughing when uh, Excalibur brought up Redneck Kung Fu. <laughs> he could not stop laughing. I forgot to say that um, on the, the MJF promo, the part when they were at break. Yeah, <laughs> just dropping an F-bomb. That's right, keep fucking booing, we're at break. <laughs> he doesn't give two fucks. That was his literal words, I don't give a fuck. And he was like, do you reckon, how many of those fans around the side were plants or like he was throwing drinks at people and th- throwing phones and oh man like jesus yeah, uh, there was the boy got the drink in the face there was the boy whose mobile phone got taken off him um but it, i'm just happy to see people have finally you know all right you like mjf i get it he is very good at what he does but he clearly wants you to boo him so boo the fucking man oh they did oh i it's good to see that, you know, people don't want to be fucking we what do you call them? Sparks? Yeah. 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 They're just there to enjoy the show. Uh well, you like it or not, uh, if you bought a ticket, you're now part of the show. Yep. Um Yeah, we, we Jungle Boy had another match with, with Cage. Um she mm-hmm. won again, but the, the big thing here was uh we we have Christian Cage mm. making his uh return he still has a sling on for a wee while, anyway. For a wee while, eh? <laughs> and maces the fuck out of. <laughs> it was such a shitbag thing to do. Should we, should we just be calling him Perry now? <laughs> Act nah. Did Jack you call him Perry? Jungle Boy Jack Perry, that's what they call him. It's like, uh, you look at the rundown on Wrestling Observer, they're all like. Oh, Perry used to speak. I said, God, fuck up. <laughs> it's Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Fucking Jungle Boy. Aye. Him and Cage have had two fantastic matches now, so they have. And I like it that each time, you know, you know, Jungle Boy's just squeaked out the window. It's not like he's sort of ran over the top of him or anything. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's... It, it's hard to say what things I got. It's, it's hard to know what to say. It's like... Because, yeah, it is good matches, but then you're thinking, oh, is, is Brian Cage going to be all, oh, fuck this, or like, but I'm sure, like, like he's putting the guy over and making him look good. Yeah. Sure, surely he doesn't have a problem with that. I know, that always sits in the back of my head, it's like, oh, does that guy, is that guy okay with us? Is he going to have a, a wee fucking prima donna attack? Not, 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 not necessarily Cage, but, but he, that has happened, or at least with his wife, anyway. Yes, she was. Oof, fuck my. She was I want bitch. you to put put my husband over. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell! But um, it's great seeing Christian again. Obviously, that we have to get the match we should have had a while back then. Yeah, I'm, ge- I'm guessing the elbow's fine now. Yeah, it is time. It could be another one for the Revolution card. All right, fuck them. The re- I'm I'm liking that the Revolution card isn't too crazy at the moment. Yeah, we got two weeks to get out of it. Well, what have we got? 
Well, we'll go through what we have so far at the end of this, or what we think we have. Mm. Um, so, uh, Hook got suspended. Yep. Taz was incensed, just not having it at all. Oh. <laughs> now, was this whole... So, he's like, suspended pending investigation, and them saying that, so that's very similar to the whole elite CM Punk situation. <laughs> I was like, are you doing something with that? Or, I don't know. What's going on there? Um... Hi, uh, the, what? Where? What? Is is my question about the whole hook b- grabbing um, Stokely Hathaway's arm? I'm guessing. And uh, also why? Because uh, Stokely was slabbering him. The hook doesn't take that shit. I know that. But like, his group already, jobs enough, don't be putting me as hook, for fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah. She literally I, can't win. You know, I have, see, my my thinking is, is, it, is this leading up to a one-on-one match between hook and Bill? Jesus, Bill's already been beat by Jungle Boy, hasn't he? Yeah, and it, well, they tag matched. Oh, right. I mean, just... Jungle Boy's got Christian to deal with now. I just don't see Big Bill as that much of a threat, because all I've ever seen him do is lose. Yeah, exactly. Put him up against Jade. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, dude. Yeah. I know she, she had a quick job or match this week on Rampage. Well, yeah. It just it, It's almost like they know, right, we cannot put her against actually any of the... The, yeah, yeah there, there was nothing to it either there was no like oh here's where we're going next it's like here's here's Jade destroying Vert Vixen for two minutes I was like, hold on I like Vert Vixen go not yeah I watch Dark and actually you don't know who these people are just because there's other people out there who don't know who they are just don't don't have Jade fucking crushing for no reason uh, um, it's uh yeah, I, I don't want to talk about Jade anymore. It's not, not really nope. worth talking about. And I guess it didn't take up too much time. So, yeah, whatever. I fast forward it. Whatever. <laughs> Is that belt even worth anything? It's a fucking old man. TPS title. The fucking um, NCAA title's worth more. And it's a Renegade belt. Like that Renegade belt. Um, Hangman and Moxley were up to. Uh, up to stuff. So, so they both had matches. Uh, the, you know, Maxi was in that Texas Tornado match, which was very fucking violent. Also good, very bloody. Yep. Um, get to see Preston Vance do some stuff. He wasn't. That that was a bloody match. Did, I, did Preston get opened the hard way? No, I think it, that had to be a blade job. He was really blade. Um, I think Moxie might have been hard way, but he does that well, a lot. <laughs> That's the problem. I don't think Moxley, uh, you know, Mox probably blinks too hard some days, and that's it. He's <laughs> he is the new Ric Flair. He really is. That's what people are saying online. I'm surprised after e- Evil Uno pie faced him, he didn't start bleeding everywhere. <laughs> mm. Um. Yeah. Then we we had Hagman uh, taking on um, Kip Sabian. Decent match as well. Um, good job. Jr. wasn't on commentary. Yep. Um, but yeah, after after Highman's match, Moxie comes out with uh, Claudio and Wheeler, um, and he's like, "Oh, the, you think we have unfinished business?" Uh, but I, I Pungy, um, the, the, like Page basically says what we thought he was going to say and brings up the yep. whole roll up pin. What sort of weak ass shit is that? <laughs> um, and then he thinks he end this with only one one of them left stand at Revolution. I really thought it was going to be last man standing the way this was going. That's that's what a Texas Death match is, though. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's anything goes. Uh, 
down your opponent for a count to ten. It's exactly yeah. the same. It's just called the Texas Death Match. Fair enough. Because that's what Archer and Mox had, wasn't it? When <coughs> yep. Mox lost the IWGP. I was going to point out. It's like uh, Moxie, your record in these matches isn't great. So yeah. if you want to suggest a Texas Death Match, then to be uh, fair. Having a Texas death match against Lance Archer, there's not many people that's going to have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the the other part of this before we got to the announcement of that match, um, Dark Order comes out because, uh, you know, Moxie's like, oh, you don't have any friends to talk you out of it. Dark Order comes out and Hangman's all like, what the fuck I told you not to? And you you, you think they're going to come down and go, no, nah, don't do it, don't do it. But fucking Uno straight on, up into Moxie's face. You think I'm scared of you? Well, first he tells Hangman to get out of his face. Uh, and then he goes at Max and it's like, oh, Jesus. Uh, Uno's gone nuts. <laughs> fucking angry Uno. Um, <laughs> he looked fucking suave in that suit. Oh, fuck, he looked cool. Even pie faces Moxley. Yeah, I think Moxie will make Uno look really good next week. He will. Um, he's, like, losing all day long, but, you know. Yeah, it'll be a great looking match. Mox is just putting on these absolute bangers no matter who he's... I think Mox is getting to that stage where he can wrestle the toddler and he make the toddler look amazing. <laughs> sure. Omega did put him through a barbed wire table. Oh, yeah, well, I, the toddler's gonna have a rough time, but <laughs> Um... Women got the main event. They did. Which, maybe the third time, like, proper main event. Um, this was the match we were supposed to get a couple of weeks ago before Britt Baker had nose problems. Uh, as in, her, she has a break in her nose, not that she was doing cocaine. <laughs> uh, Ruby Soho versus Tony Storm versus Britt Baker. Um, they never say that this is like a number one contender match or anything this was more no. of like a uh ruby soho whose side is she on is it tony storm's side or with uh soraya or is it Britt baker uh jamie hater side um which we did not get an answer for that nope all right so, uh, so who, yeah she wins this match and then she just starts going all right give out belt <laughs> want a shot right. title and it's like oh, okay um, I mean, something has to happen at some point because if you're going to do a originals versus invaders sort of angle, you need more than four people. Yeah. Do you not? Well, I guess the NWO started with only two people. This this ain't the fucking NWO. Let's get that straight. True, true. <laughs> they can spray paint all they want. <laughs> what was the deal with Soraya spray printing Tony Storm's ass and then her doing the sweet cheek music? I figured what she was trying to do was leave the imprint of the L on Brit's face. Are they stupid? That was never going to work. No, 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 it wasn't. Maybe sorry, I just really wanted to do that. I don't know. But it was an odd thing. Let me spit print your ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but where do you think this is going? I have no idea. I, well, I, think, I think we are. Get, we probably will get Soho um, versus... Um, hate her for the title, and then maybe something happens. Uh, I just, I just wanted the the Sheeta thing, and now she's apparently she has a finger injury. That she said this on a on a stream. Oh shit! I mean, you still do shit with a finger injury. You could just run around wheeling people with kendo sticks. 
Apparently, uh, Riho is back soon. Oh, cool. I uh, don't know why she was gone. <laughs> she, mm, was she in the, Japan the, or anything? Oh, no, she's moved over, hasn't she? Yeah, but she, the she last time she wrestled was in like Singapore somewhere. Um, but okay. that that was in November. Like that's the last time she wrestled at all. And she did did a date for, she did a, a match on Dark in November as well, I think. Uh, but hasn't wrestled since then. Uh, no one seems to know why. But apparently she's coming back soon. That's a bit of an odd one. It is. Uh, um. So what else did you have? What do you think of that um, Wardlow promo sit-down interview with good old JR? Eh, it was okay. I, I, I get the whole, you know, I've had my hair long and grew my beard since my pop passed away and then Joe fucking scalped me. So now I'm really, really angry. And it's like, I'm getting the sort of, the Joe and Wardlow thing, it's kind of like, I think, I think that they need to move on. Yeah. And um, I feel like the TNT title's being back to hot potato again. Yeah, I thought we were on to, like, right, it I has some really weird booking, but then <laughs> let's give it back to Darby and just have him defend it yeah. every, every week. And I thought that was, we're on to a good thing. We're, we're getting, we're sometimes getting surprise opponents and whatnot. Um, and that's what this title was about from the very get-go. And now we're mm. back. Joe's had it, hasn't defended it. Um, nope. Wardlow's all like, you stole my hair, give me that title. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I'm doing all this right. again. Okay. Yep. Back to this again. Do you think it's almost like since Wardlow's came from underneath MJF, uh, Tony Khan doesn't know what to do with him now? It seems that way, doesn't it? I think you had a moment there where Wardlow was the hottest thing in AEW. Yep. And then it just sort of seems like the ball was fumbled slightly and when that wasn't capitalized on in the best way. No. It seemed like, oh, I want to I wanna push Wardlow, but but Joe, we've got Joe. Yeah. And then this is a problem that Tony always runs I into. Yes, yes, yes. It's the Tony Khan syndrome. It's like, I don't need Joe. And then like, you know, Soraya feels like a, you know, square peg round hole sort of situation too. It's like, where yep. what are we doing here um honestly I, I i don't think she can hang in that woman's division nope nope i don't think she can hang in any woman's division with the way i i, I think it might have passed her on while she was out which is tragic mm. not trying to be mean about it but i think it's gonna be very difficult for her to catch up now like back back when she broke in big fish small pond it's not really yep. like that anymore Nope. Uh, Especially now when you have like the Joshis and stuff over as well. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're really not the big fish anymore. It's like how would you do in a match against Sheeta? Yeah. Would it be a case of, you know, Sheeta having to hold back? How would you do with Hater? Hater would fucking yeah. destroy you. Yep. And I said if it's like you can tell when, you know, people are going easy using kick gloves and that just looks slow and shit. Yep. Um you get a G-hit match. <laughs> That's yeah. literally what it is. <coughs> She's still better than G. Oh, well, aye. But I mean, you just get that thing <laughs> like, you know, stop, start, stop, start. Um, people like Hater and Sheeta, they just go, fuck it. We'll just knock a fuck at each other and give these people a great match. So let's talk about the, the tag titles. Mm. I forgot to write this down, but uh, we should talk about the tag titles. So the guns have them. Um, yeah, They did a promo... Um, it was just like, yay, we're at Champions League. You, you all said we're shit. We've got this many televised matches, and it's like, 
No, oh, Grant. Okay. No, not really anything specific. They're just like, ah, yeah. Revolution. We're defending the titles, but we don't know who. So what are we getting? What was it? We're getting two tag team battle royales leading up to Revolution. There's two different types of battle royale, wasn't it? Yes. Um, so there's two different types, but they both involve tag teams. So and a then ca- a casino battle royale. So that'll be like come in one at a time, and then a battle royale is like everyone's just there. Yes, I think that's how it's going to work. Um, and then there's also yeah, this is the first time ever I've heard of this happening in AEW where someone claims a rematch clause. Yeah, that came out of nowhere because there was no rematch clause, and they suddenly that we have. Whole, that was the whole point of AEW. Yeah, I mean it. it I was going to say, why didn't Moxie get a rematch? I'm talking shit there. Um, maybe they probably should explain this better because uh, you could easily go right. There's a clause for a rematch if there's any sort of contentious point in the match where you can point to it and say uh so they did this um mm. so that that entitles us to a rematch um because they, they never said like blanket oh if you lose you, you're automatically entitled to a rematch and i don't like that because like well just make every single title match best of three then because why would you not and then it, yeah. then you ask like so all our previous champions like hangman kenny omega Chris Jericho, why didn't they use this clause? I was about to say, like, sometime next year, is Jericho going to turn and go, right, I'm pulling in my rematch <laughs> clause now? Yeah. Um, I don't know if this was explained already and I missed it, but um, it's just, just very... I, I picked up on that as well when he said rematch clause. I was like, you're... Sorry, you're what? Yep. This isn't WWE. They don't even do that anymore. What's going on? Uh, so there's basically going to be four tag teams here. No. Excalibur mentioned that one of the Battle Royals has Aussie Open in it. Right. I think Aussie Open are going to be one of these teams. You reckon? Uh, why have them in the Battle Royale and not use them if they're here for a couple yeah, weeks? Yeah, that is a point. So does the other Battle Royale have a Joker team? Don't think so. Well, not nothing's been mentioned yet. What makes a casino Battle Royale? thought you needed a joke. I, I don't know. Best friends better be in it. Yeah, they're long, Well, They're long due. Or hell, you never Over know. Over fucking due. I, yeah. I would I would like I have them on it claim to what get the fuck out of here as <laughs> fucking Santana comes tearing out with Ortiz then it'll be like fuck yeah oh that would be good yep um, they, they put their shit aside but yeah that, I mean that, it's it's different something new um, I, I still think it's it's more likely part of this whole overarching story that end of the claimed and they're probably going to get the titles back um, now that there's four teams I don't I don't <laughs> Or it might be a clean way to get the titles off the acclaimed and not yep. kill the team that takes the titles off them in the process. True. And you just let the guns take the heat because you, you want another face team to be champions. Uh, yep. Um, then trios champions, uh, titles, sorry. Uh, we had the champions defending uh, against Top Flight and AR Fox again in a rematch some there was a whole basketball team that was amazing i love that <laughs> some very dumb match <laughs> it was so fun wasn't as good as their first match though. Definitely. it wasn't but it was, it was a lot of this one seemed a lot more sort of fun and silliness behind it they were having a bit of crack i don't i, I, I don't like when when advertising for some other fucking shit on the tv show gets all up in the wrestle though i do <laughs> enjoy it though when the bucks 
are allowed to do it, and they just take the absolute piss with it. Though. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, they definitely did. They did last year as well. They did the same thing when they came out in the yeah. Space Jam stuff and all. And... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that because they done the whole basketball entrance. We Carl, they had Carl Anderson and all that there. The number this and number that. Definitely uh, some very questionable psychology in this one. I don't know why <laughs> they decided to put it on Rampage with Jr. sitting there. But like yep. parts where, you know, they're throwing the ball around and AR Fox catch it and then stand there looking each and getting super kicked in the face. <laughs> Even doing the toss up at the start and uh, Dante jumps up and then he lands in the, uh, uh, fuck what do you call it again? That old move. Oh, the, um. It's very old school move. Uh. Oh, fuck. Is it Manhattan Drop or is that the other way? Manhattan At- Drop. Atomic Drop? Atomic Drop, yes. Or no, it is a Manhattan drop because that's an inverted atomic drop. Atomic drops the other way around when you 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 drop their asshole on your knee. Um, but ah, this one, yes. it's it's their balls. Gotcha. I guess. Right. Yep, yep. That makes sense to me. And the is logic called, of wrestling that makes perfect sense. Is it called a man? Yeah, I think you're right. That sounds that sounds right to me. Manhattan drop. Jacket. Yeah, inverted atomic drop. Yay! I am Excalibur. I'm better than Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> Scalish stops the whole show is like, hold on, is that what that's called? Hold on. Well yeah, look this up. <laughs> um But yeah, I guess we're gonna have a Yeah. But before we get to that, so first of all, on Dynamite, uh oh, yeah, the, the, we set we set up this match on Dynamite. The Elite had a backstage pretty promo. And you're saying you missed it, you didn't notice this at all? And I spoke to you about this. So there's a single frame. There was like something that flashes up for a single frame. Um, and yeah, I, I noticed the flash and then had to go back a bunch of times. Try to try to get the exact point, but couldn't. But then after sort of looking at playing through it three times there, I was like, yeah, that's House of Black. Who else would be up to this spooky shit? Um, uh, and then on Rampage, we get two House of Black out. Anyway, uh, it, the, just stare at the elite and then disappear because it's House of Black. And then they actually had a bit of fun with it on ramp on BT, which was cool. <laughs> oh, Brandon accidentally turning the lights off and freaking <laughs> everyone out. Damn it, Brandon! But I, I, I just hope that they don't maybe pop this too early because you could have done a whole big build up thing, you know, because House of Black are fucking masters of building shit up. Do we have them take the titles? Well, not even take the titles, even like a a rampage or a a pay-per-view match, you could at least sort of bolt it up for a good while. It has to be a title match, so. Oh, it's going to have to be titles. But it, yeah, obviously, we've got, um, we've got, uh, I keep forgetting, Revolution in two weeks. You could have started building this a while back. Here's the thing with Malachi Black. His whole thing hasn't so much been getting wins and winning titles. It's been... I'm fucking with people. Actually. Fucking with people and changing, and his new thing seems to be breaking up people because he can. Mm, because he can. Uh... Is that what we're going to get here? Oh, shit. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. They could do some really cool stuff with this, um, especially with, you know, the the Elite's past and that, but it prob- mm. probably won't. <laughs> I'm not too sure what way it's going. Either way, it'll end up a fucking great match anyway. I, I, I know how it's going to go. It, House of Black will do some light out stuff a couple of times, and they'll have a match at Revolution. That'll be it. Uh, Although, you remember when they first came back and they were beating the shit out of Brandon? And yeah. they kept saying to Brandon about um, the people you associate yourself with. Oh, yeah. They, they really don't like the elite, do they? You're right. Yeah. Oh, fuck. There we go. Storytelling. 
Well, shit. Well, we weren't paying attention. It was there all. Well, you were. You caught it. <laughs> I forgot. That was on um, BT though, but BT does sometimes uh, play into storyline stuff. Yep. Because um, you wouldn't have noticed that. That's from Brandon's point. Of, Brandon's point of view camera, where they're like House of Black. I think it's Julia had the camera and they were talking shit to him. You're right. Yep. They were. They're pretty much setting this up back then. That's right. Forgot about that. So yeah, this has been in the <laughs> works for a while. CM Punk was in the elite the, or in the House of Black the whole time. <laughs> he should be clear from injury. Does anything happen? Mm, I really don't know. I, I know uh, Wrestling Observer reported that there's been no fences mended at all. They haven't spoken since, but yeah, I think that's that done. Uh, the New Japan had a show there uh, at the weekend in Texas, uh, Battle in the Valley. CM Punk was oh, at yeah. it. Oh, fuck right! Like just as a in the in the audience, there. Whatever does does that mean? He's gonna try and run his million dollar <clears throat> house there, I guess. <laughs> Who's he gonna piss off there? Uh, so most of those guys don't speak English, so you can't piss them off. Yep, he'll try. <laughs> We all tried to take the title off Okada. Wait, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> His first match would just be a chop match with uh, uh, Taramori. See, <laughs> see how he gets on. I imagine he proclaims to be a big fan of Japanese wrestling, so I imagine he would be respectful enough. I wouldn't be going around trying to tell Tanahashi what he should do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or anything like that. Him taking, like <laughs> him taking Minoru Suzuki under his wing. <laughs> You'd like to think he wouldn't be like that, but after what we saw, I, I don't know. He could be capable of anything. Jesus Christ, he thought he was better than Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks for some reason. That's nuts. He always tells the story of how Undertaker was an asshole to him because he didn't didn't yep. do the whole tradition oh, I need to shake hands and do it and then, and then he just goes off on hangman not even doing anything to just saying no nah, I'm good for advice yeah madness madness yeah, hangman's been wrestling the entire time punk's been away you know but, you know punk uh, been. <clears throat> just to finish up the wrestle and then uh we had one yep. other match on rampage uh which at the time was was I was like huh, so the the main event was Swerve taking on Dustin Rhodes. Um, Good match. It was decent. Uh, still got it. But then we had the uh, the follow up. Um, of course, they're they're about to give Dustin the business with the the cinder block. Um, and then Keith Lee's music hits. Then Keith Lee comes up behind them. Up behind them. Somehow this giant man sneaks up behind them. I wish the camera was too low for it because you saw yep. him slide into the ring. If they had the camera up higher. I don't know how you would manage this because you'd have to be yep. holding the camera like straight up above your head. Yep. But <laughs> this would be way cooler. And then they were trying to do the thing what Keith Lee does where he just like rises up behind someone. Um, yep. Didn't didn't quite play it because you saw him sliding into the ring. But um, good to have Keith Lee back with his... His grey hair now. Yeah, he's just letting him go natural. Why not? Still, a, just a still a big as as the the big guy said. He's still a big motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, yeah, I'm guess I'm guessing he's gonna eat shit Lesnar soon. And so then gets I I hope. But what do you call 
Swerve's guy with the tattoos, like but the baseball player did trash bag or something. I don't know. Uh, is he a baseball player? Apparently that's where he, he started in baseball or something. Can't mind his name anyway, but so he's missing. I hope it was Keith Lee did that and wasn't Dustin Rhodes. Maybe, or, you know, maybe Keith Lee legit killed him and we never have to look at him again. That'd be cool. <laughs> he could be the best wrestler you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know. Here, hang on. See, when you talk about wrestlers coming from other sports, I think Moose. You like Moose now? Moose is getting better, but it took him fucking near 10 years. I didn't say I liked him. I said he's getting better. It's it's the whole misquote thing with Gary Burns and thinks it. Gary Burns thinks I am absolutely in love with Killer Cross for some reason. Yeah, well, what is your opinion on Karrion Cross? You put him in short matches, he's grand. Don't put him in a match longer than five minutes, or you. you right. What's what's the terminology? You'll expose him. <laughs> you, you, he said you like that, but I was like, hey, I don't think I've ever heard Stu talk about Karrion Cross in my life. <laughs> he was because they used him well in Impact. That's all I'm saying. They used him pretty well. It was grand. He's a <laughs> he, he's an entrance. He's, He's not, uh, he's not the next abyss for me, Jesus Christ. Or Matanza. <laughs> what the hell? But, um, no, good to see Keith Lee back. Yeah. Hope he does a bit of gold. I know, like I say, I reckon his first victim is going to be shit Lesnar. Yeah, he'll yeah, probably be the... Like, like a swerve match has to be at Revolution, doesn't it? It does. And I don't announce too many matches. We've got a 60-minute 60, 60 Ironman match. That's right. Guaranteed. <laughs> um, so what What do we got like, like next week at... Acclaim versus Big Bill and Lee Morarty. Uh, okay. So Big Bill and Lee are jobbing there. Soraya, oh, <laughs> Soraya versus Sky Blue. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> That's going to be rough. My my head is in my hands for that one. That's going to be rough. Yep. Why? Uh, Chris, Christian Cage is going to do an interview. Brian, Brian Danielson is going to do an interview. Um... Tony Khan is going to announce something. Has to be the Ring of Honor thing, then. Yeah, uh, probably. Uh, so that brings us, like, res- Revolution, how it's looking at the minute. So, gu- guaranteed, locked in. Here we go. 60-minute Ironman match. MJF versus Brian Danielson. we got Samoa Joe versus Bordlow for the TNT title. Uh, John Moxie versus Hangman at Texas Deathmatch. And the Gun Club versus Acclaimed versus two other boys. Or, sorry, four other boys. <laughs> <laughs> for the tag titles um will there be an atlantic title match yeah to- you do oh you mean at revolution yeah <laughs> i was about to say you do and then i thought wait no that's happening next week that's not April. yeah yeah um probably <laughs> the atlantic title seems to be more of a tv thing kind of like because there there might be a tnt title at revolution maybe oh there is there is small oh, joe uh, is defending his ward away. I don't know if you're doing all that. Maybe actually, maybe for the pre-show. Yeah, that War- seems to be Orange Cassidy's thing. Is you know he'll sort of warm the crowd up with a good fun match. I think he's way too over for that though. He is, but you know, I think he's. You could put Cassidy anywhere, and he'll fit wherever you put him. Yeah. Um. There's almost certainly going to be Keith Lee versus Swerve. I would assume On this so. show, you would think we're gonna have to have Jamie Hader defend against someone. Uh, Jade. Yep. B- b- don't have to. We don't, but we will. You'll have um, to have him. 
Elite versus House of Black is going to have to happen here. Oh, it's going to be a long <laughs> In your fucking camp, your tent suite. Jesus. <laughs> it's going to be a long one. Why don't they do wrestling pay-per-views at a decent time in America? Like, you know, why don't they start them at midday so we can watch them at a decent time? Um, why are they us? True. I mean, uh, America's pretty big and even, like, what has three? Is it three, three time, time zones? zones? Three time zones, yeah. But, uh, yeah, be be like Japan. Yeah, first you know, thing in the morning. 10 o'clock in the morning, pay-per-view time. Let's go. <laughs> Sweet. Everyone landing around yours first thing Sunday morning. Uh, I guess uh, that's going to do this. I need a drink. So Yeah, we have <laughs> We have fight. Um, but yeah, uh, exciting. The revolution. I don't know. WWE, WrestleMania might be good, but we'll find out. And boo Russian games. Boo Russian games. Or whatever. <laughs> do whatever you want. See you later. Bye. <laughs>